I think we all long to be at home. Just to be secure in the place that we're familiar with, in the place where we know we're surrounded by those that we love, what, what we call home. Of course, Irma had this same feeling, just like all of us do. Only just like those who trust in Christ, her, her picture of home was one that was much bigger than simply the, the place and people around her. She held to a, a picture of home that all of us look to and what Paul speaks of here in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, that all who look to Christ truly long for to really be home. We're going to see that this morning as we look at some words that no doubt were encouraging to her as she remembered her home. Irma, of course, if you spoke with her about her original home, faced a lot of trials. Unless, of course, you were living in Germany or London or Japan when she grew up, you probably didn't face some of the difficulties she faced. I can't remember if it was her home or the, the place where she was taking shelter, but even as a young child, she knew what it was like to have everything around you destroyed by a bombing, to lose loved ones, and to have that insecurity of, of not really having a, a safe place that you can call home and that your loved ones will always be with you. Imagine the impression that, that leaves on you throughout your life to not feel safe, even at home. And yet she did. Because Irma held to a hope in a, a greater home, like we sang in that hymn earlier, I'm just a stranger here. And if anybody had to keep getting that reminded to her that they didn't belong, Irma certainly had that. Heaven was her home. And time and time again, through trial after trial, she remembered heaven is her home. The Apostle Paul writes here in 2 Corinthians 4 about what kept her eyes focused on that home. For we know that the one who raised the Lord Jesus will also raise us with Jesus and bring us together with you into his presence. She knew her home was not the grave where her body rests and where there's ash and the remains are at peace, but rather her home was where God would raise the body back to life and with her own flesh, she with her Lord Jesus would be at home with a new body and together with all those who trusted in Christ. And that's why if you knew Irma, even though she had, as she aged, difficulty with her vision, difficulty getting around, she still wanted to point that home out to people. I imagine there are many people nearby where she lived in Wisconsin or Florida or here that heard her speak of that home. She was always talking to me as her pastor about, Pastor, there's this person, I don't think they know Jesus, so I'm trying to share Jesus with them. She wanted them to be at home too. And so she spoke of her hope. That's what Paul says here. Paul says, as this grace increases, it will overflow to the glory of God as more and more people give thanks. Irma wanted everyone to know where her home was and she wanted them to know where home was. It is to be together with the Lord Jesus. And so what Paul writes next sustained her throughout trials in life. He says, Therefore, we are not discouraged. Even if our outer self is wasting away, our inner self is being renewed day by day. In recent years, Irma felt the difficulty of her outer self 
no longer working as she wanted. Her vision, not as clear as she might have wanted. She enjoyed God's creation and was no longer able to see the distant rim or the trees around her. Her outer body, as Paul says, was day by day wasting away. Her body was not at home yet. But as we see, we are being renewed day by day. This message of Jesus would renew her. The gospel would give her strength. Even though she couldn't very easily read her Bible, as long as her vision was there, she would put her Bible underneath that scope and see the letters as she could, word by word. She would, as she told me, remember the verses of Psalm 23 and say them each day. And the Lord's Prayer, she would remind herself and pray each day. She was being renewed with the hope of her home. And yes, Paul says, our momentary light troubles far are being outweighed in comparison with the eternal glory that is ahead of us. She understood this home is temporary. And yes, Irma was like all of us. As Paul says here, we groan in this life. She faced trials and she groaned under the weight of this life. And yes, she was not perfect. At times, she would even have to complain. But she had hope that sustained her. A hope that Paul says here is far beyond any comparison. That past all the groaning of this life would be eternity at home. There were times where she was taken out of her apartment in recent years and she, she kept saying, I, I just want to be in my apartment as long as I can. I want to be home where I'm familiar. But behind that was this. I want to be where I can be forever. Paul says, we are not focusing on what is seen, but what is not seen. For the things that are seen are temporary, but the things that are not seen are eternal. I don't know what it's like to not be able to see very well. But I can imagine for Irma, she had her eyes, her eyes of her heart, focused on what is eternal. After a time, her vision would no longer allow to read the Bible, she would listen to the Bible in audio recordings, focusing on what is unseen, hearing about men like Abraham who sojourned on this world, looking forward to a better kingdom, one that God had promised. And she would listen to Christian music and hear about the home that awaits her. Paul says, the reason we groan is we long to be clothed with our dwelling from heaven. This body will decay. The curse and the weight of sin will catch up to us. And the wages of sin that we deserve is death. And we deserve not only death, but the punishment of our God for not only our groanings, but our complaints, our mumblings, and the times where we failed to love him or love others. But we walk by faith, not by sight. And our faith is in the Lord Jesus who was raised Jesus came to this earth. He left the perfect home of heaven, which he had from eternity, and walked this earth. And the Son of Man, it says, had no place to lay his head. He did not have a home on this earth. And as he lived, he did not focus on what was seen, but what is eternal. And so that you and I might have a home, he told his disciples, I am going. And where I'm going, you cannot follow. He meant the cross and the grave 
and the death he would face for them and for us so that we might have a home in heaven and we might be secure with Jesus who calls himself our brother, our true and eternal family. He came to this world to take our place and to face the suffering of sin and the curse and the grave on our behalf. But we know the same one who raised the Lord Jesus will raise us with him, who trust in him. Jesus, who told us, in my Father's house there are many places, many mansions, and there's a place for you. Irma spoke more and more of that the last couple of weeks. Even as I saw her just a day or two before God called her home, that's what she was saying. I don't know why I'm here. I just want to be home. I just want God to take me home. God answered that prayer. And she is now in glory with that eternal home at the Savior's side. And someday when he returns, Jesus will raise that body as well. And together with all of God's people, we will be home with the Lord forever. Paul talks about that. We will be clothed, not in what is mortal, but together home with the Lord. That's what she has now. That's what she has forever It's the eternal glory she was longing for. The eternal glory that you and I long for each day as we groan, as we wait. Until we join with Irma, Abraham, all who sojourned in this life, who will be raised together with Jesus and forever at home with the Lord. I think we we all long to be home. Maybe at times we forget that when we get comfortable in this life. But really, like Irma, We should long, groan inwardly, yearn to be home, and day by day be renewed by that gospel hope so that, just like she did, many more will give thanks to God as they hear about their home. And we join with all the saints in glory everlasting, together at last, home with the Lord. Amen. this time we join together in confessing the words that Irma had by heart in which she often confessed here with us at Rock of Ages, the words of the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From there he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the holy Christian church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. As I mentioned, the words of Psalm 23 uh, were impressed on Irma's heart day by day. And we'll sing those words in this hymn, I Am Jesus, Little Lamb.